Welcome ladies and gentlemen, this is Angela Zagalala and Gemoketo Bodila on Let's Talk Speech. Once again, this is a podcast that aims to educate and inform you guys about motor speech disorders. So last week, we spoke a lot about what motor speech disorders are, the types and the subtypes that are present. And we said that a motor speech disorder is, is a disorder due to damage to the muscles that control structures that are known as articulators. We said that there's two types of motor speech disorders, namely apraxia of speech and dysarthria. Kia, do you remember the types of, um, sorry, the subtypes of dysarthria that I spoke yes, about? Yes, Angela, last week? I remember flaccid dysarthria, spastic dysarthria, ataxic dysarthria, hypo and hyperkinetic dysarthria, okay, as well as mystic dysarthria. Someone clearly paid attention in last week's episode. So this week we're going to be talking about assessment of motor speech disorders. So let's talk about the components of an assessment quickly. Now, first things first, most important, we have to have a case history. Now, case history is a very important aspect of assessment as it gives us an idea of the symptoms we need to look out for and may also provide us a reason um, for this person's deficit. And at times, it actually gives us an idea of what to test for. Um, uh, we also need to do what we call the oral motor speech examination, which is popularly known as the OSME. We need to do our diadogokinetics um, assessment. We need to do a speech sample as well as your formal or your In informal In the event of a traumatic brain injury, a CVA, and or other pre-existing neurological deficits, it is imperative to consider their cognitive communication, or in this case, their motor skills affecting articulation and speech. It is important for the speech therapist to come and conduct various tests to detect the presence of childhood apraxia of speech, acquired apraxia of speech, as well as dysarthria. A speech uses a wide range of subjective formal and informal tests to determine the diagnosis of motor speech disorder or even a co-occurring motor speech disorder. Due to the motor speech disorder affecting the way the articulators work, it is important to test their rapid alternating speech. This test is known as the diadocokinesis or DDK. These DDK rates are useful for determining the speed and the regularity of the movements of the jaw, lips, and tongue in motor speech disorders. These rapid alternating movement tasks have been applied to speech-language pathology using a variety of non-speech and speech movements. The following assessment is an oral motor evaluation. This assesses the range of motion of the tongue, teeth, lips, palate, larynx, jaw, and pharynx, as well as the strength of the articulators, the integrity, quality of speech, intelligibility of speech, can be determined during so there this are a evaluation. Wide range of formal assessments that can be used to test for the presence of apraxia in um, children. Uh, so this is when they present with what we call childhood apraxia of speech. And to test for that, we can use what we call the Kaufman speech praxis test for children, the apraxial profile, the verbal motor production assessment for children. And to test for the presence of apraxia of speech in adults, one could use tests such as the apraxia battery for adults, which is the second edition.
you can use the test of oral and limbopraxia and you can do a quick assessment of a praxia. Some of, of the formal tests to test for the presence of dysarthria are known as sentence intelligibility test, a word intelligibility test, the Frank dysarthria assessment, FDA, or the assessment of intelligibility of dysarthric speech. However, I found an interesting article by Hernandez et al. that was written in 2020 where dysarthria was diagnosed by means of rhythm. Rhythm is the pattern of phonetic sounds marked by intonation, stress, and timing. The other prosodic features were also assessed uh, by means of various tests and standard deviation. The test was called the Rhythmic Metric Assessment, which collects segments and sections of the spoken words, vowels and consonant sounds using various tasks by means of spontaneous communication or reading tasks. The results reveal that this test is able to diagnose and determine the severity of a specific type of dysarthria. This assessment tool is built upon research done by other linguists researching rhythm-based assessments. It leaves further it further leaves room for other researchers to go to to go test for dysarthria. This assessment was trialed in both English and Korean, which means used as a measure to assess or research in other countries and contexts. This tool is beneficial for further use as it can be used in conjunction with other prosodic tests and the other dysarthria tests to yield better results and severity of dysarthria which with outcomes. However, due to the formal nature and how new this research may be, it can be possible to inaccurately diagnose and determine the severity of each yeah, really informative and quite a mouthful um thank you so much everyone for listening in on our podcast and taking the time to inform yourself and to learn about motor speech disorders we'll be back again next week talking about motor speech disorders and informing you and educating you and next week we'll actually be touching on um therapy so we'll be talking about different therapy approaches um so do tune in to listen in so we can educate you on Let's Talk Speech. Goodbye.